Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast. I'm your host, Annie McGrath, and this week I am joined by the fabulous actor, writer, performer, Rosa Robson. She is such a nice gal and a brilliant performer. You can see her in ITV2's Buffering and loads of other things. She was on Inside Number 9 on BBC and she's generally an all-round great gal. Um, we drew, well I drew, she painted her mother's shelf of shit, which is a sort of beautiful wooden cabinet full of miniature objects uh, that her and her family have collected for many years. So that was nice. It was great to chat to her and I hope you enjoy the episode. If you do, then remember to write us a nice little review and tell everyone you know about it. Also, if you want to see mine and Rose's artworks from the episode, then follow Secret Artists on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Art Pod. See you on the other side. Rosa Robson is a comedian, actor and writer who has been part of the Royal Shakespeare Company and is known for her roles in TV shows such as BBC's Inside Number 9, ITV2's Buffering and the film Black Mountain Poets. Rosa began her comedy career at university as a member of the Cambridge Footlights and then as one half of comedy duo Beard, who won the Laugh Out London Best Show Award at the Edinburgh Festival in 2015. Rosa made some beautiful ceramics for the exhibition of Art by Comedians I curated at Fiumana Glasser, and I'm very excited about seeing her artistic skills in practice. Hey. Hello, Rosa. Hello. I don't think that's how you say it, Fiumano Glasser. Is that right? Yeah, so Fiumano, that's Francesca, she's Italian, and then Andreas is Glasser. he's Swedish. That's gorgeous. I've been saying it so wrong for so that's long. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry, oh, guys. Forgive you. I mean, they might not. But I... <laughs> um, how have been? Oh wow. Well, okay, okay. I went. Um, I mean, generally everything's kind of horrible at the moment. Is how I'm feeling. But I've been. Yeah. Um, I went home for a week and to try and recharge. And um, that's where I got the inspo for our image today. Actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you want to explain to me what it is? Our muse. Ooh, that's. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mum's shelf of shit. That's her own name for it. Um, and basically, it's a sort of a sort of modern day um, antiquity collection. It's we go to car boot sales um, and have done have done three multiple times a week since I was mm. tiny. So it's a sort of a 
a little collection of all those bits and everything's got a story not the funniest I could have picked um, <laughs> that's all right. um, but lots of um, it's very organized shit mm, mm, it's all got, it's all got a space yeah so what have we got on there what are the highlights We've got, uh, so kind of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven slots up from the bottom. We've got the kind of grey slugs, which are Victorian ammonite. Oh, wow. I don't know if you saw the Kate Winslet film, but they are the real deal, those little guys. Um, and then the mouse, the mouse with the bridal veil was um, on my sister's wedding cake. <laughs> oh. And that was made by our friend Georgie, who's actually an amazing drag queen. Shout out Georgie B. She made that. Um a plectrum from my brother's band days. Oh yeah. A little what was this um, band? Blackbud. Yeah. Yeah, nice. they were great. <laughs> and um yeah, that little lady actually, that little matchbox lady has been has been there forever. I don't actually know the deal with her. But um yeah, So that's when one did my your mum start toys. the the shelf of shit? This is this is from I think she started when she was maybe ten. Wow, that's yeah. Really cool. Yeah, and there's been a lot of kind of um just a lot of big family moments for happened at car boot sales. I don't know why they've been so integral to our <laughs> to our lives, what they have. Do you go to one specific car boot sale? Yeah, there you... is one. There is one called Standwick in uh in Froome, which is where I'm from, which is a kind of an old fave. It's a it's nice. a big that's proper farmer's one. Great. Yeah, none of, this is ideal. Yeah. So how if you find something that should go on the shelf of shit, does your mum mm. have like a veto, or <laughs> is she the one who decides what goes on, or do you decide like as a family? You know what I'd say, given that she's she's quite house proud and she's quite she has quite firm rules about what the house is going to look like. This is a free for all. This is sort of nice. anything that's the right size is allowed in. Yeah. And do you ever have to like demote objects in favour of new? <laughs> Yeah, I think there has been some tensions. Now there's a next generation. All my siblings have got little kids. Mm-hmm. There are there's some tensions around new incoming little plastic guys. So that little plastic dog, <laughs> I remember there was yeah. some tension around whether that was <laughs> of the kind of a, a good enough quality to make it in. But there she is. There she is. Pride nice. of place. She's made it. So do you think mum would ever <laughs> get like another it. one for the next gen? Or do you think it will remain this, this Yeah, one maybe because... Now I'm looking at it, it is pretty full now. Mm. And um, it would feel hard to get rid of anything. I mean, even there's the, the miniature stapler, that could never go. <laughs> I think it would have to be a new, um, it would have to be a new set up completely. Yeah. You know who would love this? Ellie White. Because she likes she, tiny things. She likes tiny things. Did you know that about her? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, it's one of the first things we bonded over, actually, because I, I also love tiny things. Yeah. And why is that? Do you love tiny things? Um, I appreciate them. I wouldn't say <laughs> I have the same sort of obsession with them. I mean, I would right. quite like one of these shelves. And I am a bit mm. of a hoarder. So. Hey, you could get into them. I mean, it's never I could too get late. Into them, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I've got the wall space for a shelf of shit. But... <laughs> I love it. Great. So what are you going to work with today? Are you painting or drawing? Or... I've actually got some really fancy acrylic paints that I bought over lockdown thinking oh, nice. I'm going to take up painting and then yeah. I've never touched them. So um, <laughs> an untouched box of acrylic paints is what I'm working love with it. today. Um, I'm going to use sort of, they're crayons, but they're like posh crayons, you know, like um, oh, nice. sort of artists. Can I see? I oh, lovely. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous. Um, um, 
great. I'm gonna. I, you, do you think you're gonna do the whole thing, or are you gonna like focus in on something? Yeah, I'm gonna try and capture the whole lot. I um, nice. I had to get my mum to actually take this photo, and there was a real back and forth around <laughs> trying to get her to get the whole thing in one oh. image. We didn't well, quite get the mini the mini tennis racket in at the top. Um, I wondered what that was. I thought it was a dream catcher. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe they are that. I mean, actually, no. I think that she told me about this. They're tiny. <laughs> this is insane. They're tiny skis, like tiny old skis. For a, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and the little shoes, the little furry shoes, I think are uh, Inuit baby shoes, and so there's some kind of connection. Amazing. That's very cool. Right, I'm going to start, I think. Yeah, I wondered if you might choose sort of clay because you did those amazing ceramics for my exhibition and I wondered if that was your, your chosen medium. I was tempted, you know. I, I don't own any clay and I thought I could go and hunt some down. Mm. But that, again, I kind of have these... um. I'd say bi-weekly freakouts where I think I need to be more creative. I need to do yeah. things, I need to make things. And then um, <laughs> I go to one class and then forget about it or like buy these paints and then never do it. So yeah. that was one of those. But I would love to do more um, of that stuff. It does make me feel in- insanely good. Um, was, did you do a course in ceramics or something? Or I, did you yeah. I did, I did a little, I did a sort of month long course at that. Do you know the shop on um, Blackstock Road? Play oh yeah, time. I do. Yeah. I always yeah. used to walk past that and think, oh, that'd be fun, I should go there one day. I never did. Yeah. Well, we should um, get back into it. Yeah, I'd love to. I don't really know what I'm doing with ceramics. I feel like you have to be a bit more sort of careful and patient than you, than you can be with painting. But maybe that's just not true. I feel like you have to be hench. I mean, like, whenever I was, she would demonstrate something and yeah. make it look so easy. And then I'd attempt it. It'd be like, this is the most physically demanding thing I'd ever done. <laughs> Compressing of the... So, yeah, we should we should sort of maybe do some prep. Some, You're some quite workouts. hench, though. I saw you um, <laughs> boxing in uh, buffering. Yes. Yes, I had to get very hench for that. Yeah. Lots of prep. <laughs> No, that was um, famously took us a horribly long time to film because me and oh, really? Janine Haruni, who plays Talia, just couldn't coordinate our limbs and our mouths. So we do a, hard a sort of scene. That's sort of like stage combat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, um, yeah. you in the face. Yeah. Um, um, you were great in that. I've just finished watching it. Thank you. Um, is it fun yeah. show? It was, it was, it was, it was so quick. I mean, we had so little time, um, but everyone was very nice and very funny. Jesse Cave's lovely. Helena Sorrell's lovely. Yeah, it was just um, really great. But filming's kind of horrible. It's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> Do you prefer theatre or TV in general? I, I wish I could be like say with authority that I prefer one or the other, but I feel like I haven't actually done enough TV to really justify having a, <laughs> an opinion. Yeah. But um, I just think it's, it's a, uh... cause you, you, you did um, Defenders, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was your Maybe experience only... on that? Um, well, I was only there for a day. So um, for the listener, that's Stephen Merchant's um, Amazon. It's going to be on Amazon, isn't it? <laughs> 
Yes. Amazon and BBC, yeah. I think, is it's a, it's a comedy drama that's coming out, I think, at the end of this year. Although my part was just a sort of cameo in the second series, so I don't know when that will be out. Um, it was fun, but because it was during COVID, um, mm. it was quite strange. You don't really get to know people very well, especially because mm. I was just in and out. Like you get your own trailer and you get the meals like delivered to you, which sounds very sort of <laughs> nice and glamorous, but actually it's just it's because sad. of COVID. You can't you can't really be <laughs> hanging out with anyone. So um but yeah, my scene was with Eleanor Tomlinson, she was very nice. Oh um, nice. What was your experience? Because you were in it as well. That's a shame yeah. we didn't cross over. I know. I um I also my scenes were all with her because I was playing her kind of ex ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, which was quite fun. So we had some quite sort of like angsty breakupy scenes that were nice, fun to do. Um, but yeah, sim- similarly, a lot of kind of sitting in a in a caravan on your own, <laughs> yeah, sort of wondering how it's going out there. Um, nice to be in Bristol it... though. Love Bristol. So nice. Are you from Bristol? No, I'm from London. Very boring. I went to school ah. in Oxford, but um, no, not from Bristol at all. Oh, so you went you went away for school? No, I, I lived in London and then moved to Oxford. So went to oh, I it see. Was, it was a boarding school, but I was a day a day girl. Okay, is that Are the same you, school that Ellie went to? Um, no, Ellie went to Oxford High School, and I went okay. to Eddington Girls. School. We were sort okay. of rival schools. Our school were known as Whores on the Hill. No, come yeah. on, guys, that's not nice. It was, was that Ellie? Ellie came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the schools was known as Virgin Megastores. <laughs> classic. That's quite good. I quite like that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What? So was buffering? I assume that was filmed during lockdown as well, was it? Yeah, that was um, that was very weird. We all kind of aged horribly between episode two and episode three because there was a good like two years in between. Oh um, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a bit of an exaggeration. A year, a year and a bit. Um, yeah. With the yeah with the lockdown, so we did the first two, and then we were filming it originally in an actual house, this very insanely fancy house. Um, and then lockdown happened and mm-hmm. obviously they needed to live in their house. And so we, oh, <laughs> the right, production yeah. team, had to recreate, I mean, the entire house um, in, in a studio. It was, oh, really? it, was in, it was incredible, yeah. As in the, the downstairs, the kitchen, the garden, the, the stairs upstairs. Oh, right. I mean, the, the whole sort of three stories was all reconstructed. By them. Oh, that's incredible. So what yeah. first two episodes were filmed in the house and then is the rest the studio? Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Which I think actually for the for the um crew was actually easier because I guess studio is everything's a bit more controlled and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um got that house. But yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> is that actually a Yeah. I mean, it's absurd to think that those characters would be living in that house. But yeah. Lovely to spend lots of time in for me. Yeah, <laughs> and what are you working on at the moment? Are you doing any more beard, or is that is that dead? Not at the moment. <laughs> dead, dead in the ground. Um, no, not at the moment. Um, Matty, who is my partner in beard, is writing full time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm trying to resurrect it. I'm always, I'm always <laughs> nagging her. But I think, um, I do kind of look back on it now and just think, I don't know how you feel about it, but having not done any live performance for such a long time, mm. I sort of can't quite believe we did it. Like, it's so scary. Yeah, <laughs> so... I had one gig on Friday and it was my first gig in ages. And I was so sort of stressed about it for the whole day and then so mm. relieved, like the adrenaline <laughs> rush and the relief that firstly it had gone okay and that it was over. <laughs> I was like, how yeah. do I do this for... <laughs> A month in Edinburgh every day, sometimes like three yes. shows a day. It yeah, how did we? Body. <laughs> no, no, and I think actually we were all <laughs> very unwell. Well, I was very unwell <laughs> a lot of the time. But um, yeah, I, I, it just seems really, um, I don't know, maybe, I guess the more you do it, you kind of get used to the fear and you adapt to it. But it just feels hard to get back in. I definitely feel scared of yeah. re-entering the... The lion's den. I think the more you um, do it, the less scary it is. But having had yeah. so basically a full year of not doing live stuff, it does feel like a big adjustment going back to it. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know anything about like what what the scene is like now. Like I don't know. I I haven't even watched any live comedy for so long. Um, no, I've no, it's kind of bad. I do. I you know it's such a big part of my life. Mm. I feel like um, it's. I need to revisit that how was being in the royal shakespeare company <laughs> it was um sort of what you'd imagine i feel like <laughs> as uh, the, com- the comedian's like vision of what it would be like is what it is i mean actors actors are so strange the more acting i do the more i kind of acclimatize to it i guess but um mm-hmm. for so long i didn't really do any acting and that was my first professional gig Mm -hmm. and it was just like jumping into the cartoon version of what (laughs) what acting is like in what way just like very thespy people yeah the most thespy people um who just like live to be on the stage which is never something I've really experienced um and this idea of doing the same play every day for like a year yeah is um it's kind of foreign. I don't know, maybe maybe as comedians we're more used to um I don't know, changing it up a bit more regularly or we'll kind of like yeah. be be making it a bit different every night, but that's just like, you know. And did you try and do that in in the play or would that have been like very frowned upon? <laughs> I mean I mean so frowned upon. I I had a real I had to really like learn some discipline. I was so unprepared. <laughs> Yeah. And all these people have been through drama school, which also I hadn't been through. So they just sort of like knew the rules. Right. <laughs> so I would sort of, I was just terrible. I'd be late all the time. I, I remember one day I went to, <laughs> went shopping in Birmingham and just sort yeah. of like missed my train back. And so almost missed the show and obviously like caused, oh <laughs> caused everyone like huge amounts of stress and was just sort of a bit crap and oblivious and just, I had what a real, did they say? yeah. The, 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 the they were, I mean, they were just fuming. I mean, the cast were obviously just lovely and great because they were all friends by then. But, you know, the people whose job it was to make the show actually happen were just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that, actually. Um, you, you do have to be there. Burning. Bought some lovely crop tops, a gorgeous yeah. bikini. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just um, kind of realised I had a lot to learn. Um mm-hmm. And even just like being on stage at the right time, <laughs> I remember I missed my cue once because I was just chatting oh in a corridor. God. Awful. That's so funny. We had that in yeah. Edinburgh once. We had a this classic student sketch comedy. We had a childline sketch, 
Um, so there, do you remember those adverts? Of course. Yeah, of course yeah. we did. So there'll be like a spotlight on one person, like Jack gets scared when his mum comes home drunk and violent and like a spotlight on him. And that, the second person I think was Chris Quayle and he just didn't come on stage. So there was just a spotlight on the empty no. bit of stage with his voice over. No. It's like, oh, come on. No. <laughs> please. Just on stage, please yeah. come on stage, please. So what happened when you missed your cue? Did you come on just late? No, I sort of ran on and then I sort of grabbed in the corridor and just said, you know, it's too late. Don't don't even bother. We've we've just oh, really? moved on. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. So was um, there like a, a few... integral scene missing from the play? Thankfully, I mean, it was it was a sort of the wedding was announced and then I was meant to be there sort of looking married. So I didn't have any lines to say, thank God. Um, <laughs> so the audience would just have to sort of imagine the, the scene. You just to look married. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I um I had quite an array of parts. My other part was that I was playing one of the seven deadly sins and um in Dr. Faustus cuck <laughs> covetousness. Nice. Um okay. which is obviously the best one. And yeah. uh my the director decided quite late on in the day that my character should obviously be on stilts. The only way sure. to represent covetousness is obviously to go on stilts. Um, and not just two stilts, but four stilts. So a stilt on each hand and a stilt on, on each leg. So quick trip to the circus school for me. Um, so you're, you're like a dog on stilts. <laughs> yeah. That sounds I love, I love that you go straight to dog. Um, it was actually like Spider an was the sort of character Sorry, I was going for. <laughs> But yeah, um, sort of dog-like spider, and the stage was kind of quite <laughs> crucially on a on a slant. Um, oh my! God. I can't remember what the theatre word for that is—the the vault or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, every day I had to kind of enter in this wearing a stocking cap on my head, like a bald cap, and mm. a leotard on these four stilts, and yeah, crawl across the stage, <laughs> hissing <laughs> like a spider. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah. <laughs> that sounds um, intense. Yeah, yeah. So you did, you year, didn't have any casualties? No, there was a couple of times where there were school kids. In fact, a lot of school kids would come to the to watch them because I think that's like a set text of Dr. Faustus. And um, there's lots of sort of like derisive laughter <laughs> greet, greet, <laughs> greeting us as we walked in, um, just a lot to deal with. Did it feel demoralising or did it feel like I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a proper actor and like, <laughs> this is my craft? You know what? It was, I had to really kind of fight um, the kind of self-loathing during that because there were other plays going on. So there was like Hamlet simultaneously happening and obviously all the other characters in that show are, you know, proper humans <laughs> with yeah. sort of a, without a story, story arc without stilts crucially yeah. and um yeah i i did sometimes feel a little bit <laughs> like a knobhead it's funny yeah. isn't it how people you know if you say you're in the rsc there's like a real like if you say you've done something with bbc people find it immediately oh, yeah. impressive and they're like yeah something very highbrow and sort of <laughs> show bits and then you explain yeah. having like a bald cap and stilts and crawling along <laughs> reality. Yeah. reality is awful why do we do it Annie why do we do it because we love it we love it we love it yeah. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That was actually one of my hardest days shooting. Oh, ever. really? Well, I, I actually... I'm afraid to say I haven't seen it. What did you? That's what did it a very entail? good thing. It was on very fleetingly, I think, because the execs must have realised that it was a complete flop. I wonder if they. I sort of imagine they like tested it with a kind of one of those think think groups, to see like right. how it rates, and it got. I just imagine it was rated very poorly. Um, partly because they put me in these kind of slinky. <laughs> heels that were like massively high and I'm really tall so I'm not used to wearing heels anyway yeah um and then I had to walk down this staircase that was like a sort of space odyssey style um white perspex almost staircase winding staircase with no handrail oh my <laughs> I just I had to enter the shot like slinking down Why towards my husband putting you on in heels oh, yeah. and stilts yeah that's <laughs> The theme in my work then and I just couldn't walk I mean I could not I could not walk down the stairs and they tried it with me for I mean hours until in the end (laughs) someone just snapped and was like just take off the shoes just walk down barefoot oh really (laughs) yeah we're done watching you like clopping up and down (laughs) that's hard though you know even if you're used to it thank you that's when you've got a film crew and I assume the client were Morrison's there watching as well. Very much so. Mr. Yeah. Morrison's was had an eagle eye across the whole operation. Terrifying. So what was the, yeah. what was the premise? <laughs> um, sexy lady comes downstairs to greet her sexy husband who's cooking dinner and she's so happy that he's using Very Morrison pro- products. Sort of half she gives. aggressive, half not. <laughs> Sexy yeah, exactly. lady, but actually the man's <laughs> <Yeah>. surprise. <laughs> um, yeah, and then she's so happy that he's using this sort of Morrison specific product. So we had to have this kind of exchange where I had to say something like, "What? It, what is that you're cooking with?" And he had to say like, "Glue, like wheat, like something really weird, <laughs> really like clumsy to say, wheat-free Morrison's only spaghetti with like something." And then I'd give him a kiss because I was so happy about it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was a hit. It was a hit. It was on TV for about four days and then it was <laughs> gone. I'm going to look at As soon as we say goodbye, I'm going to look at that. <laughs> and the kiss is so awkward. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do a kiss. Do like a to kiss. On, like snob? No, it was a sort of like seemingly like achievable like peck, but mm. couldn't do it. I sort of, I often find that. Have you had to do many screen kisses? No, I had to do one once in an audition and I was so 
just embarrassed and awkward. And especially as when I went into the audition, the casting director, who was a man, walked me in holding my hand. What? Like I was a child. He he, like, he grabbed my hand outside, walked me in. And then when he asked the guy his name, he then said, and you darling, what's your name? I was like, so <gasps> I already felt so sort of angry and patronised. And yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was for. I think I've just repressed um, the memories. God, I don't <laughs> so blame yeah, you. That is... Also, kissing in an audition, I'm like, really? That's kind of weird as well. Yeah, for an advert as well. Strange. It's always, it's always the adverts. They're always making you do What's the, the weirdest worst stuff. audition you've ever had? Oh, I've done so many amazingly bad ones. Um, I had an audition for... Wow. As you can imagine, I didn't get it, unfortunately. You'll be still surprised to hear. Um, <laughs> still, still waiting for the call. But um, I remember, because I need a lot of time to learn lines. I find it really, really hard to just do that thing that some people seem to be able to do of just looking at it and knowing it. And so the minute I got the email, I thought like, oh my God, this is going to be the biggest thing in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Great way to go into it already. Enormous yeah. amount of tension and <laughs> stress quaking from the get-go um and then I arrived and she does auditions in her house which is like again the most beautiful house I'd ever been in yeah and I think I was like 21 hadn't really auditioned much before and so even even like a studio like a kind of more typical audition I think I would have freaked out but it was just so confusing and strange and glamorous yeah (laughs) and then because it's so um confidential they make you sit down and then learn the lines like on the spot um so you're not allowed to receive them before which is for me is just to hell on earth um so I got there and they sort of said really kindly you know they were like take your time just whenever you feel comfortable let us know and then we'll tape you oh so they were um, expecting you to be like off book yeah yeah yeah. they're expecting me to sort of like learn it in that yeah time and then go up and do it off book um I think I sat there for an hour and a half and then it became clear that actually take your time didn't actually mean like <laughs> sit here all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they kind of came and said, I think you should, you know, you're going to come up now. And eventually I sort of went up and just, I mean, just awful. Like didn't know a single word. Kept looking down. They kept saying, you know, could you stop looking down? I go, yeah, yeah, oh. of course. Yeah. And they just stared back down at the paper. Um, and yeah, I've also heard recently that she um, keeps all of the tapes that anyone ever does. This might be his, this might be complete rubbish, but that she keeps the tapes on record. So she has a kind of record of who's who. And I just sort of thought, oh, wow. that'll be that'll be why I've never been in fair again. <laughs> she has that, that record of that atrocity. Um, oh, that's scary. Forever preserved. Yeah. I know. Isn't that the worst? I just wish I didn't have that in my brain. So I just don't, yeah. don't need to know that i'm just filling in my final few shelves and then shall we um show each other i was gonna say yeah. our work but work sounds too grand a title for what i've produced <laughs> yeah please can we not call it work I, <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having a crisis <laughs> i can't believe no i'm gonna stay with it a few more minutes i'm gonna just keep giving it my all you're all yeah have you filled and in then... have you done the whole thing do you reckon no no but i might I'm going to keep going after we nice. finish. Do you own any art? Have you got any? Oh. I, I know you said you um, just moved house, so you're, you've got some quite black walls at the moment, but have you got anything? I actually bought a piece of art for the first... Actually, these are quite 
These are quite cool, guys. These are my best pieces I bought recently. Um, I'm going to show you one of them. It's a statue. These two little statues that I bought from this Ivorian guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they're sort of like That's super it. elongated. Oh, yeah. That's, That's his so head. That's cool. And then... Whoop, he's got oh my god, it's legs. so tall. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like him. Where did you get face. from? Got like an amazing expression. I got him yeah. again um, in a, <laughs> in a car boot sale, but in Spain, in Spain, and it was nice. um, so hard to get him back. Yeah, really think about that. Take him in your hand luggage? No. Yeah, I mean, I sort of just bad. Um, what do you call it? I. What do you call when you um. Hold. <laughs> when you look at something, you think it's a different size from what it is. Oh yeah, bad bad eye perspective, uh, whatever it's called. Yeah, um, and yeah, just thought, just kind of looked at it and thought that'll fit in my suitcase. Of course it will. And then right. um, the minute I got it back home and put it alongside my case, I mean twice the size, yeah. <laughs> at least twice the height of my case. So yeah, it was kind of, of wooden. Wood, yeah. yeah so several bits of it kind of snapped off over the journey. Um, it was really impractical, but we made it. Oh. And, um, Really bit nice. of blue. Yeah. What's your plan you with it? Where are you going to put it up? Well, I think so. There's another one who's got a different. The other one's a lawyer, so he's got like a black outfit with like a white tie, and I think they're going to go side by side of a fireplace. I nice, think. really cool. Well, they're quite flammable. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it yet. Stuff about vegan diets. Are you vegan? No. No, I don't. I don't think I. Well, I, of course I will be when when we have to be. But I. We will have to be, won't we? Yeah, I think we will. Do you think it will be in our lifetime? Yeah. Really. Shit. Mm. <laughs> I think it will. I mean, it, it's probably now. I mean, it, it probably does need to be now, doesn't it? I mean. Yeah. The world is on fire. Just. Everything's hard enough, isn't it? Without yeah, not being able to have bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I can't tell you how bad this painting is. It's actually my drawing is like one of the worst I think I've ever done. It's quite hard to do, isn't it? Because yeah, you want to get, Could, like, talk more about that because I am feeling bad about myself right now. Talk about how bad it is to draw. Is it well, because it's so small and fiddly? What's the yeah? Why is it? It's because anything that has like specific lines and dimension. Oh no, I don't want to eat edible insects. No. You can buy dried lab. um insects in Sainsbury's now, can't you? Can you? I mean, yeah, I like, would eat lab-grown meat. Lab-grown meat sounds Yeah, I'd think fine. I'd prefer that to eating, like, crickets and mealworm burgers, which is mm, apparently what we have in Germany. That word is... That, mealworm. That is off-putting. Mealworm. I Enjoy your mealworm meal. Yeah, ideally I don't mm. want to eat anything that has worm in the, in the name. <laughs> um, this is very hard because the shelves are very specific. So as soon as you do a line and it's not straight, it looks crap. And then also it's yeah. quite hard to get the detail of all the tiny little things. And some of them are just yeah. It's um, It's now looking like a sort of six-month epic. I'm now... 
<laughs> realizing I may have slightly overestimated um, or underestimated how long it would take. I, yeah, I think I, I've only done the top third. That's good. I mean, top third is that's 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 very good compared to what I'm working. Okay, I've done it. all the red bits. <laughs> all the red bits. Nice. Um, um, have you got any favourite artists? I love. Um, I really love Miro. Mm. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Is that how you say his name? Miro. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and I went to. Two weirdly had a kind of Miro themed trip when I went to Spain because mm-hmm. um, I went to his studio in Parma. Oh, nice! And went to um, the Miro Museum in Barcelona. So Amazing. weirdly saw loads. It was really great. Um, um, I don't know much about him. Did you learn anything that you did? Well, I. Learned that he has a lovely house, had a lovely house, um, <laughs> gorgeous studio. Oh, yeah, great. This is gonna, this is what I need. Um, he <laughs> made a wonderful painting called The Hunter. Um, yeah, he's a r- real surrealist, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, Annie, whether I whether we, mm, I'm being told that there's about to be a massive amount of noise downstairs because oh, really? things just arrived. Yeah. That's all right. Um, I could call you back. <laughs> yeah. What's that? You want some news, do you? Okay, well, here you go. We are going to be recording Secret Artists Podcast live from Aberystwyth Comedy Festival this October. You can get tickets online via their website, abbacomedyfest.co.uk. And we're going to be there on Sunday the 3rd of October at 1.30pm with very special guest Jordan Brooks, who won the Edinburgh Comedy Award in 2019 and is the reigning champion in a way. So can't wait to talk to him. It's a lovely festival. There's so many great shows on, but make sure you book to see us. Yeah, I was going to ask you, actually, if you could own any piece of art in the world, what would you choose? Would it be a Miro painting? Oh, wow. Miro or Matisse, I think. You like it abstract? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> turns out I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Matisse. I think, I'm not very good with the names, but the one with the body and the star, that's all mm. of them. I'm describing all of them. <laughs> On the one blue the, background. Is that one of the cutouts? Yeah. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. The figure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're really nice. They're so peaceful. Very peaceful. We're being shown the Matisse, I think. Oh, dead. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) I did go and see the um, Picasso exhibition at the Tate. I feel like it's all just, I've only just, I'm kind of late to the game realising what a bad, Mm. horrible man he was. Yeah, it's strange what they sort of choose to teach you about. Yeah. And he's one of our yeah. most celebrated artists. I feel like I kind of have that whenever I, um, I don't know, I'm getting to know like a new artist or even even just like going to a gallery or something. I always mm-hmm. have at the back of my mind, like, please don't let me find out they were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. had that with Miro. I was like really anticipating some, some, some horrible bit of info part. coming out. But so far, so good. Yeah. I don't know that he's done anything questionable but maybe again it's just what we're being taught about him mm, so, mm. Uh, i guess there's so many 
so many of these celebrated artists are men. So mm. it's, it's likely some of them have done some bad things. Mm-hmm. And also because they got away with it. Like, why would you stop doing horrible things if no one's calling you up on it? Yeah. Do you think you could separate the art from the artist? With paint, weirdly, I think with like visual art, like paintings and stuff, maybe a little bit easier than with music. Yeah. I don't know if it's like with music, you're getting someone's voice and it just mm-hmm. feels very like, it feels more intimate. You feel like you're engaging with that person more than yeah, that's looking at their paintings. Yeah. But it's a real, it's a real downer when it's someone that you love and yeah. turns out they're monstrous yeah. bastard. <laughs> I've been, I think Instagram has been, I mean, this is off topic, but Instagram has been a really good way of, especially in lockdown, like discovering new artists. I don't know if you've mm. found that. Because mm. um, social media generally, as we've said before, is quite a horrendous yeah. place or definitely has the potential to be. But mm. the one thing that I do like it for is discovering people that I don't think I would have otherwise, you know, found out about. Um, who who have you um, discovered of late? Who have I discovered? Um, there's a German, actually no, he's born in France, but he's, I think he lives in Germany, a guy called Pierre Knopp, spelt K-N-O-P. He mm-hmm. does some quite beautiful, magical landscape paintings with figures Ooh. in, which I'm quite into. I'm going to check him out. I, <laughs> I discovered... Um, <laughs> Uh, I actually don't know what her full name is, but her handle is uzo.art, I think, uzo.art. And she does these lovely kind of semi-abstract portraits mm-hmm. of like more kind of figures with really beautiful colours. And I really like her stuff. She was a lockdown discovery for me. Oh, nice. Um, U- Uzo Art, did you say? Yeah, uzo.art. I think that's her handle. Uzo.art. If I've got that wrong and it comes up with something. <laughs> Absolutely. <Born her. laughs> um, they're also another artist I found on Instagram called Antonia Showering, who does actually quite similar stuff to Pierre Not. I realise I think I have a a type. Yeah, they're like very colourful but also quite eerie. Ooh. Quite like they ethereal are figures. Really eerie, yeah. So I like that sort of thing. And the other guy I was talking about is I love that they're kind of, they have like a translucent quality, some of the colours. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Do you study art at school or anything? No, I did textiles. Oh, nice. Textiles GCSE was the closest I got, I think, to actual, to art. And that was always, <laughs> that's pushing it, <laughs> making the odds of, what did we make? I think I remember making like a sort of sexy corset at one point. Nice. So GCSE. <laughs> a real GCSE moment. I um, made a penguin in textiles at school. It was so bad. I had a crooked nose and like squiffy eyes. <laughs> was That's kind of sweet and innocent though. That's kind of lovely. Mine was yeah, like, so. let me make a sort of slutty outfit that I wouldn't be allowed to buy. <laughs> this is how I get around it, by making my own. Was <laughs> that your coursework? Slutty corset? Yes, yeah, slutty coursework, yeah. Yeah. How are you getting on with your painting? Oh, and it's it's terrible. It's actually so bad. I, that's part of the reason why I'm why I'm very quiet because I'm sort of staring at this um <laughs> monstrosity, monstrosity, trying to think of ways that I could possibly improve it. I, I just very early on fill the shelves. 
Mm. <laughs> Very early on went wrong with the um, enormous brown lines. <laughs> yeah, that was that was bad. Abstract or realism? Abstract. Rembrandt or Banksy? Rembrandt. Dawn or dusk? Dusk. Sainsbury's or Morrison's? Morrison's. <laughs> Probably the most money I ever made was actually that year. Begrudgingly oh, doing those adverts. Yeah. Moustache or beard? Beard. Portrait or landscape? <laughs> uh, landscape. Tortured artist or logical lawyer? <laughs> Tortured artist. <laughs> Talk about or think about art? Talk about. Looking at a painting close up or far away? Close up. Private view or view of privates? <laughs> view of privates. Art or tech? Art. Art or books? Books. Art or food? <laughs> Taking these so seriously. <laughs> so messy. Um, what was the last one? Food. Food. Yeah. Food or art? Art. <laughs> Food. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, dicks or pussies? Pussies. Let's see yours first. <laughs> oh, it's good. Really? I like it. Yeah. I like how each thing is in like a white box. I like that you've not done it all brown because I've done mine all brown and yours is oh, like. You? Yours feels quite Miro esque, actually. They're like bold hey. colour. And the shapes. It's great. I really like it. Okay. That's made me feel a lot better about it. I feel like it looks finished as well. I like, I don't think you should fill in all the shelves. I quite like that you've just done a few of them. I feel amazing now. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is just like a child's drawing. What the hell? Can you see it? How have you done that in the time? That's incredible. Well, when you swapped locations, I did carry on. That is so nice. That is so nice. (laughs) It's just a sort of crayon. I actually love it. (laughs) It's kind of romantic, though. I maybe because of the pencil. It's sort of like maybe it's very brown, isn't it? It's really lovely. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Feel better about it. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to follow Rosa on social media. She's on Twitter. I am Rosa Robson and she's on Instagram, Rosa Graces. And Graces is with a Z, believe it or not. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, aren't we all? And so is the podcast. So make sure you're following at Secret Art Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Leave us a nice little review. And if that's not your style, then don't. Thank you very much. See you next time. Good. Bye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.